Hi, Phil Swift here for new Flex Super Glue. What's truly amazing is that our Flex Super Glue is so strong that just one drop virtually welds itself to the surface and can lift over three tons. Forget those old Super Glues, get the one that's new, Flex Super Glue. Go to flexsealproducts.com forward slash three ton lift to learn more about how one drop lifted three tons. For demonstration purposes only. Please stand clear of the door. Man, we had a great day at Magic Kingdom. I'm so tired. My feet hurt. Me too. I'm just looking forward to going back to our resort. I'm so happy we booked at Port Orleans Resort. I can't wait to go back and get a hot shower and relax. Yeah, I have to drive home. Because it's like, what? It's like 10 o'clock? Yeah. Like, I don't want to drive home right now. Especially on I-4, which is terrible. Oh, yeah. Adam, Adam, how you doing over there? I'm driving home. What are you listening to? But guess what? I saved $350. What are you listening on the way home, Adam? What do you keep yourself awake with? Yeah. I Any the, exciting podcasts? I got this. No, no. I started this one podcast called Diz His. They sucked. <laughs> That's terrible. Why would you even say that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 26 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Today we will be giving the his on Port Orleans Resort, French Quarters, and Riverside. So uh, what do you guys think about this resort? I like it. I stayed at it once, I believe, with you. Oh, yeah. I think we might have actually stayed at this resort together. Yeah. How about you, Adam? I've never stayed there, no. Um, I... Personally, wouldn't spend that much money to stay somewhere that's an hour and a half away. Uh, but no, I have been there quite a few times. Uh, we did a uh, not a hidden Mickey. They had things hidden all around the not Riverside, the French Quarter area. But mm-hmm. we go to Riverside for the bar. We, uh, we get their hummingbird cake all the time. Okay. Hey, just let you know, it's not an hour and thirty yeah, minutes away. It's, it's like an hour and like fifteen minutes. What? The bus ride to Disney? No, I'm talking about from our houses. Yeah, I'm talking about- It's like an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, you mean you- Okay, I see what you're saying. Obviously, I'm not really arguing the point because I'm actually making it worse. Right. You just didn't even closer. (laughs) No, that's joking. Um, But I- uh, But, I mean, I like to go to Disney and stay at nice places and not have to drive home at like, you know, 10 o'clock. I know, man. So do I. Right, but- Okay, then go, like, see, we would stay at the uh, Double Tree that's right there by Disney Springs. Yeah. But you don't get the Disney feel. That's right. Sometimes, like, to treat yourself, bro. Okay. Just treat yourself, yeah. man. Yeah. Treat hey, yourself. not only that, though, I've been- w- When you're li- walking in at midnight, and then you're getting right back up at 6 o'clock in the morning. When you wake up, you wake up to Disney stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And I like to stay at the hotels, uh, resorts also, and kind of check them out and walk around and have a good time. I do this. To me, some of my favorite memories at Disney is kind of- you know, after putting my son to sleep, is kind of going out and, and kind of enjoying the hotel, I guess. You know, close enough that we're, we're right by Nick, but it's kind of, it's the whole atmosphere about Disney. You know, so, everyone's happy. Yeah, we're just usually getting in late, you know, last minute and then yeah. getting right back up. Yeah. Fun fact, that's where uh, a car broke down this weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of a bummer. Didn't make, didn't make yeah, these. so let's go ahead and give this resort a rating. Okay. It's going to be hard. 
I think I'm going to rate it a. I think I'm rating it a nine. It's a really good resort. It's really a nine. Yeah, man. I mean, the theming's great. It's super clean. It's super comfy. What else can you go ahead and do? I mean, what? I mean, what else can you perfect in a resort? I don't know. It's all those everything that you want. The parts I've seen, I haven't been to a lot of it. I've been there. I think I stayed there once with you. And um, where'd you guys stay? I think we stayed at. at, we stayed at I'm sorry we stayed at uh, French Quarter did okay. we stay at French Quarter yeah yeah and it was nice I liked it um, and what I remember I mean it was nice I liked it so I guess I'll rate it a, a seven okay yeah how about you Adam can I rate somewhere I never stayed you can rate because you've been walking I mean uh, see my yeah, ratings yeah, doesn't always just come it doesn't it's not just about staying in the room it's about right. the actual so, resort itself alright for the resort itself visual um I'd definitely give this one an eight. There's plenty of places to walk around. You can walk from the uh, riverside to the French Quarter. Uh, you have the horses out there. They have the pool. There's plenty of things to see. Uh, you know what? That pool, it's a pretty nice kids' pool area. Yeah. I might have to raise it up to an eight. Yeah. Dude, I was going to say, man, come on. Seven? <laughs> That's a really nice resort. Plus the At- River Roost. We love going there. <laughs> Is that one of the restaurants? Yeah. Yeah. And then not only that, we were talking this today with Ben, one of our Patreons, mm-hmm. and he's from New Orleans, and he was just saying how- It captures it. Yeah. He says that it does a really good go- really good job of capturing mm-hmm. New Orleans. So, I mean, come on. It's I mean, from the horse's mouth. Yeah, for sure. We have a horse for a Patreon? <laughs> Let's go relax and get to the his on Port Orleans Resort. Disney's Port Orleans Resort opened on May 17, 1991 and was designed to reflect the antebellum south along the Mississippi River. Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside opened on February 2, 1992 as Disney's Dixie Landings Resort. On April 1, 2001, Port Orleans and Dixie Landings officially merged to become one large resort. The combined resort was called Disney's Port Orleans Resort. The area known as Dixie Landing changed its name to Port Orleans Riverside. Port Orleans changed to Port Orleans French Quarter. I think it was a good change. Did you guys go there before the change or when did you guys go? It was after the change because I remember it being called the French Quarter. Oh, it was definitely after the change. But the reason why I make that comment is because there's so much more, I mean, Dixieland Resort compared to Port Orleans Resort. I mean, there's so much that the Port Orleans brings to the atmosphere of Disney besides mm-hmm. like Dixie um then Well know. if you go inside I forget what one it is now, but there is a list of cities mm-hmm. and they're not all in New Orleans. There's a, a room uh where you check in. I forget mm-hmm. what Oh yeah, yeah. And it has a list of cities that are southern states, which would be a Dixie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Not just, you. you know, New Orleans. But when you think of like Mardi Gras, you think of New Orleans, right? Right. Yeah. No, no, no. I wasn't saying that part. Like you were saying it was a good change, but they still have. Oh, they still have like, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Disney's Dixie Landing Resort came into existence as an idea from then Disney World Executive Vice President Dick Nunes in 1982. The idea was a new development near the Impress Lily Steamboat inspired restaurant in the Lake Buena Vista shopping village area. That area now being known as Disney Springs 
the new resort would be themed to give people the relaxing, laid-back feel of the city of New Orleans. Very reminiscent to Disneyland's New Orleans Square. The idea was to surround the steamboat with a variety of themed buildings with affordable priced guest rooms on the upper levels and restaurants and retail outlets on the ground floor. Unfortunately, the plan never materialized. During the early 80s, due to the low attendance figures which would eventually result in Michael Eisner, Frank Wells, and Jeffrey Kanzberg taking the helm of Disney Corporation in 1984. However, in the world of Imagineering, good ideas never really die, and the two-level resort hotel and shopping dining concept eventually re-emerged in the mid-1990s as Disney's Boardwalk Resort. As part of the massive expansion brought by Michael Eisner in October 1988, Walt Disney World opened its first more affordable-priced resort hotel called Caribbean Beach Resort. Due to this hotel's success, the old New Orleans-themed resort concept was resurrected but was relocated to create a brand new themed area to be accessed via a new waterway. I really enjoy, I've stayed at the Caribbean Beach Resort also. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that resort. Yeah. Uh, we stayed in a pirate room and the whole room was themed pirates. And so like our beds were like in a bed, um, ship. Um, at the end of our beds, they had like treasure chests and it was really cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I prefer out of these two, um, I mean, it doesn't make a difference to me. They're both super awesome, both uh, super well-themed, super clean, super comfy. What's nice about the Caribbean uh, Beach Resort that you can rent bicycles to ride around. Yeah. You can't do that over at Poro? You can. You can? You can? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see that. No, you can. I've only seen the horse. Yep, you can you can ride but you can rent bikes as well. Oh, you know what? I bet it is because we have never walked fully around French, French Quarter. Quarter. Yeah, French Quarter. Um, yeah, uh, it's all we always. Yeah, so I bet it's at the French Quarter where you can get. Them. I got it in the history here. Do you? Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> this is a history podcast. Yeah, but I I like how the idea came about by somebody, and then he no longer worked there. But the idea, they were like, you know what? Someone had this great idea, and we're gonna bring this back because we think it's a still a great idea. We're not going to just, you know, get rid of it completely. We're going to bring it back because it is a good idea. They have done that before. Get rid of it completely and just let the trees grow. The uh, water park. Yeah. <laughs> the project architects for the New Orleans themed resort was Fuglerberg Coach Architects in collaboration with Disney Development Company. This resort broke ground in the fall 1989. Disney's Port Orleans Resort opens its doors to the public in May 17, 1991. Upon opening, the resort had only 432 guest rooms and three buildings. This was soon increased to 1,008 as the construction to the four remaining buildings were completed. The Port Orleans Resort was linked to Disney Village Marketplace by the Sasagula River. The Sasagula River is a man-made two-and-a-half-mile waterway named after the Native American word for the Mississippi. Soon further down this river, an even more ambitious project was to be opened. Disney's Dixie Landing Resort opened on February 2, 1992, featuring the rustic-styled Alligator Bayou Lodge buildings. Shortly after its opening, a more elegant second building was opened, called Magnolia Bend Mansion, bringing the total number of guest rooms up to 2,048. So that's kind of a big jump, 432 to 2,048. A small jump. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's very limited, that 432, even like. And it's a hotel. Why? Why so little? Even back then, they're still they're still working on the construction. I think they just wanted to open something. I guess it seems like they they do stuff like that. Uh, 
later you'll see when they do like the refurbishments, they'll do parts of them and keep the rest of the hotel closed and only open like parts of it once it's done refurbishment. So, mm-hmm. uh, so speaking of refurbishments, uh, mm-hmm. we took the gondolas over to the art of animation oh, yeah? last week and, uh, they're doing some refurbishments over there. Uh, a lot of the rooms have the tarps over the windows, mm-hmm. so you can't see in. So mm-hmm. they're um, clearing those out and redoing them inside. We saw that over on the uh, Finding Nemo side. Oh, cool. So I've been watching the show on Disney Imagineering, mm-hmm. and the first episode is about Walt Disney. The same thing happened in Disneyland. I mean, they opened up Disneyland. It was not ready. Yeah. <laughs> it was not ready, but they opened it up, and then obviously they made improvements as it went on. Right. But we'll talk more about that, because I have no idea how anyone... Didn't, didn't we t- didn't we talk about that last episode? Which one? Did I? Br- I didn't bring that up. No. How, that, like, did you watch that bring- episode? Yeah, we. All, I watched yeah. it the very first. Day I have no Disney idea Plus. how. No, no, I didn't. didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have no idea how someone didn't die the first day. I. <laughs> I, I did hear. I do believe on uh, news reports there was people passing out. Oh really? Because nice. of the water issue. Oh yeah. <laughs> on April first, two thousand one, Port Orleans and Dixie Landings merged to form one large resort. The reason for the merger has never been made clear, but many think it was due to the slavery undertones of the Dixie Landing's cotton plantation backstory. The two resorts are now simply called Disney's Port Orleans Resort. The original Port Orleans being called French Quarters and the changed Dixie Landing's being called Riverside. The combined resorts now span 325 acres and featured a total of 3,056 guests' rooms, making the largest in Walt Disney World. You actually, to my opinion, you feel like you're walking through a city, walking through the resorts. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm in New Orleans. Yeah, the the part we, because we didn't go through the whole entire area. We kind of parked where we were, were near our rooms and we walked to our rooms. But walking to your rooms, it is interesting going through different areas where rooms are and walking down the street they made. Uh, it's kind of cool. But yep. that's that's at that one. The French Quarter. Yeah, the French Quarter. It's yeah. not the same over at the I've never riverside. been at the Riverside. It's not the same. But yeah, that is like a miniaturized street. Yeah. Yep. And uh and it's interesting they changed it. Um they changed it to Riverside because of this I learned supposedly. I learned it from Red Dead Redemption. There's a uh, little horse poles with the horse heads yeah. on it. That's where you tie up your horse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when <laughs> I when you get into Saint Denise, <laughs> which is a great game. Not for kids. Nope. I'm sorry. One thing that bothers me is one's called French Quarter, the other one's called Riverside, but are they both on Riverside? Well, they're both on the river. Yeah. So they're both technically Riverside. Mm, technically. But the one, I mean, obviously the one that's called Riverside is a lot closer to that river. I think they both have, don't they both have boats that connect to them? I'm looking. <laughs> I already had the map up. Yes. I would think they'd just name it, not Riverside, name it something different. So it's not so confusing because you'd be like, oh, I'm going to the one on Riverside. And then it's they're technically both on the river. Yeah. So the only difference between the two is that the Riverside kind of goes around an island. Yes. There's an island in the center of the lake. Uh-huh. Where... Old Man Island. Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside has a 3.5 acre recreation area called Old Man Island, which houses the resort's 158,000 U.S. gallon swimming pool with a large rustic sawmill-themed water slide and a hot tub. The island also contains a children's playground and the fishing hole, where guests can rent cane fishing poles and bait for a small fee. The fishing hole is stocked with catfish, bluegill, and bass. It took hundreds of people working over 48 hours to replant the live oak tree on Old Man Island. 
It is the largest living oak tree ever to be transplanted, with an original height of 55 feet and a weight of approximately 85 tons. That's the largest oak tree, but the largest tree is the baobab tree over at uh, Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah? Yeah, where they transplanted that thing. That thing is huge. Yeah, wow. It's not a real tree. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> you, just, but, you just saddened me. You but mean. you know something? I'm not sure if you guys know this. In Living with the Land, uh-huh. there's a tree that's inside there, and it was it was planted there by like the person who created the ride. And right now it's getting really big, and mm-hmm. it's getting so big they're gonna have to remove it, mm-hmm. and they're gonna have to like take the the top off because it's like in a dome area. Mm-hmm. I learned that in the behind the seeds store when I went to that. Behind the seeds. They didn't tell us that. No. Nope. They did not. So I'm really interested in checking out this this fishing hole. We'll go yeah. fishing there. Yeah, it's I, interesting. I've seen some video like on YouTube where mm-hmm. people go fishing at Disney, and it's kind of like. You're getting a Disney experience. Like you're going to catch tons of fish. Obviously, you have to throw it back in, but it's kind of like someone, it's almost like someone's down there putting the fish on your hook. (laughs) Maybe they are. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. Look for the bubbles coming from the uh, regulator. A cane fishing pole, that can't be easy to use, I imagine. Well, it's just you don't have a reel, right? Right. Yeah. You just have to. That's because someone's just putting the fish on your your line. (laughs) There are also five smaller quiet swimming pools at Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside. Three located within the Alligator Bayou section and two in the Magnolia Bend area. Riverside has a marina where guests can rent bicycles or Surrey bikes, a four-wheel two-person bike. Horse-drawn carriage rides are available in the evening. Disney's Port Orleans Resort French Quarter features a Doubloon Lagoon 225,000 U.S. gallon swimming pool, which has a sea serpent-themed water slide named Scales that is jockeyed by King Neptune. There also includes a hot tub and children's playground. Each resort features an all-day counter-service food court, an evening lounge bar with live musical entertainment several nights a week, plus a poolside bar. Port Orleans Riverside also boasts its own table service restaurant, Boatwright's Dining Hall, which opens from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. The River Roost Lounge at Port Orleans Riverside is where the famous Yeehaw Bob Jackson performs his lively sing-along piano shows from 8 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday. The Sasagula River Cruise is a free service which ferries guests from both of the Port Orleans resorts all the way down the river to Disney Springs. The 20-minute boat trip is a very pleasant and relaxing alternative to road transport and shouldn't be missed. There's so much to do at this resort. Yeah, that's, I mean, I've, I've, like I said, I've never went around this stuff, but just reading all that, I mean, that's like a day in itself. Yeah, oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, plus sometimes, like I said, when we went to the uh, French Quarter side, they gave you a sheet of paper and you had to go around uh, finding things to mm-hmm. get a pen. Mm-hmm. They didn't have it when we went there uh, last night. But Has anyone been on this this boat ride? No. I have not. So they didn't have the pen. They said, this, is this gone or is it something that could come back or what? Did they mention anything about it? No, I didn't ask. But before, okay. like we went around and where the spots where you found the items were, they weren't there. Oh, okay, okay. It was like an art decoration, but um, different one. Like one was Lilo and Stitch, one was Aladdin. Uh-huh. It was like a silhouette almost of the characters on a painting. So you even asked them then? No, because they weren't up. But okay, well maybe they have something different, like something new that's in place. Maybe I don't know. Hopefully, because I kind of that's like one of my that's one of my favorite things to do is when you go to a resort like that is to do kind of the fun stuff, and it'd be kind of a bummer if they took that aw- took that away. From May 4, 2003 until March 21, 2004, the French quarters were closed for extensive update and renovations to all guest rooms. 
The renovated rooms had new features, carpeting, wall coverings, and remodeled bathrooms. After French Quarter reopened, Riverside started to renovate their rooms building by building, taking up to a year from March 2004 to February 2005. After Walt Disney World made all the resort hotels non-smoking in 2007, they decided a refurbishment had to be done again. On November 2010, French Quarter shut down again for refurbishment. After Building 7 was finished in late November, it was reopened for guests. In April 2011, the final building was finished, making all of the French Quarter rooms newly renovated. Work then started on Riverside in June 2011. By September 2011, Acadian House and Magnolia Terrace reopened with newly refurbished rooms. Alligator Bayou did not reopen till just prior to Christmas 2011. Between January to April 2012, Oak Manor and Parterre Place were refitted with the new Royal Guest Room theme and both reopened in March. These Royal Guest Rooms were inspired by the movie The Princess and the Frog, which is set in New Orleans, making it a great theme to fit the Port Orleans setting. The rooms include mementos left by Tiana's royal friends from classic Disney animated films such as Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, The Little Mermaid, and Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. For example, the bathroom faucets resemble the genie's lamp. The luggage bench resembles the dog that was turned into a bench in Beauty and the Beast. And the rug in the room looks very familiar. Well, I mean, can you tell us what it is? Like, what does it look like? It looks familiar. Like you've seen it before. I know, but Can you take a guess what a rug that you've seen before might be? Was it in a movie? It was in a movie that I listed just now. Uh, Was it animated or live action? I only listed animated movies. Was it made before 1990? I don't know, man. (laughs) It was a rug from Aladdin. So when we went on... um... You don't know how to play 20 questions, do you? (laughs) It was a rug from Aladdin. They have it. Uh, It's like a runner. See, now that to me... If that would be neat to stay in, you know, because mm-hmm. it has all that extra. Yeah, they have things. like pictures on the wall of the princesses. They have silhouettes of Tiana and Prince. I'm blanking on his name right now from the movie. Uh, their family and stuff, and uh, it's very, it's very, um, it's very blue and gold. I only seen it once. I'm definitely gonna have to with Disney Plus go back. And that was a really good movie, Princess Navarro. Go back oh, and watch I've that. seen it a billion times. <laughs> So one of my when we went on the Wonder uh-huh. on the cruise ship, yeah, they have one restaurant that's just themed New Orleans and it's for Princess and the Frog. Yeah, you it's, told us that. On that yeah, episode. I know. I'm probably I'm sure I did. And it's just really <laughs> I'm just bringing back the memory, man. And it's really cool, and it's awesome that they have. And guess what? Uh, on the ship, they had beignets. Mm-hmm. I, I I talked about the beignets. Yeah, you did. And uh, you had too many. We had too many, and they kept them bringing it out to us. But you can go ahead and get those beignets at this resort. So you don't need to go on a Disney cruise to get these beignets. You can go to Port Orleans oh, really? and get the the beignets. Yeah, get the man catching beignets. Uh, annual pass holders right now. When you buy their specialty drink, you get some free beignets. Oh man, Christina, Christina, my wife says beignets are delicious. I've never had them. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. They're just good. Yeah, you got man. sick off them, and they're just good. I didn't get R- sick remind off me, of them. I got sick off of all the food I ate before uh, I ate those beignets. If I have enough time, I'll make some before we do the next podcast. Well, hold on one second. You're gonna make some? Are you for real right now? You're joking because you joke a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. Are you being real? No, I mean that's serious. If I still have her text message up, let me see if my friends. Oh, look good. I made them at home. Yeah, you should bring in beignets, bro. All right. Well, yeah, they're bring not hard in, to make. Bring in. Um, Say 30 for each? No, 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 not that many. 
I just need two. <laughs> really? Thirty. In 2012, Port Orleans Riverside's main registration hall was refurbished to include a new floor tile and carpeting, as well as elegant dark wood registration desks. The first half of the lobby was completed by the 17th of May, and the second half completed by June 26th. Port Orleans French Quarter's lobby also received a new open-plan look in 2013. Work was started in May and completed by July. Most recently in 2016, both pools were refreshed, installing extra perimeter fencing and gates. An addition of a new aquatic play area at Dubloon Lagoon was opened on March 7th, 2016. The registration lobby, the Port Orleans Mint, is themed after the inside of a commercial bank of the 1800s. And very white. Is it? Yes. There's a lot of change going on in these uh, resorts. Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's cool how they refurbished it, and then they're like, "We have no smoking now, so we have to refurbish it again because we can't allow the smoke to be in the room." Well, you know they are right. So they're like, "We have to refurbish the whole the whole thing over again," even though we just did it. Like, what was the span like? It was like six, seven year span. Yeah, but I know I think that also this is probably one of the more popular resorts mm-hmm. because it's not like Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is like super expensive. It's also not as cheap as the Pop Centuries. It's like a moderate. Yeah, so I think this is probably one of the more popular ones too because it's also a really nice resort. Yeah, it is. The Blues and Jazz bus stations at Port Orleans French Quarter are located right outside the main Port Orleans Square building, just on the right hand side as you exit from the main building. The main bus stop at Port Orleans Riverside is located to the right as you exit from the Sasagula Steamboat Company main building, just outside the rear exit of Fulton's General Store. There are three smaller bus stops located clockwise around the Sasagula Circle Perimeter Road, with about a two-minute drive between each depot. The Sasagula Steamboat Company lobby, which houses the registration desks and guest services, is themed after the inside of an actual riverboat, and you can see the ports of call listed around the top's of the decorative columns. Each year, the Port Orleans French Quarter cast members put on a small, unofficial Mardi Gras parade for the guests. That's what Ben was saying. Yeah. He said they make the floats. He said he thinks they make their own floats, yeah. Yep. And you you, you brought up port calls, didn't you? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, so that's what it was, port yeah. calls, yeah. It's, uh, they, definitely, they definitely put a lot of money and time into these hotels to make sure they're... That they're awesome and they're yeah. the best? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing like staying at a Disney resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my the opinion. theming's really good. Yeah. You feel you feel the magic when you stay for sure. And your pocketbook gets just a little That's bit true. lighter. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, pocketbook, here we have the prices for these hotels in case anybody listening is wondering and want to plan a future endeavors there. Um I do good segues. Yeah. The pricing, this is according to Poralines.org, where I found this. And this is average prices for twenty eighteen. Of course, they uh, they fluctuate around the year. On the average, yep. cheapest is early January to mid February, and then of course the most expensive is during the holiday season. Um, so these are the average throughout the year pricing. Uh, the French Quarter, giving you the standard view, is two hundred seventy one dollars. The Garden View, two hundred seventy eight dollars. The Pool View, three hundred three dollars. The River View, two hundred ninety one dollars, and King Size, three hundred eleven dollars. The Riverside gives you the standard view for $270, Garden View for $278, Pool View for $298, River View for $324, and King Size for $312. And then the Riverside has the Royal Room, and they have standard view for $335, Garden View for $341, 
Pool View for $345, and Riverview for $342. I bet if you try booking that for late December, you know, for the uh, New Year's. That like night, now? Oh gosh. No way. No, no, I bet I bet you could oh, double, it's, it's double that price. It's probably sold out. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's probably sold out now. You probably won't be able to do it. Yeah. But, so I'm going to sound like I'm selling DVC right now, but I'm not. <laughs> but um, Pitch it to us. I mean, tell us about it. DVC, I can probably stay probably a week maybe a week and a half at one of these resorts mm-hmm. and I'm not paying nearly as much as these as it's cost. Whatever yeah. happened to you spending all your uh points on that one place? Mm-hmm. Which one? The most expensive place they for a hundred points. <laughs> you know I mean we made fun of you for spending all your points that were like uh, Am I doing one year? I'm not gonna do it right now because right now we're uh, saving you up made, our trip because didn't he make it seem like they had it planned? Yeah like, he said basically like that that's that's what his points Well that's what towards. we'll do one year or whatever like, but we can stay at Saratoga for 10 nights or we can stay here one night yeah yeah well i mean you're also staying at a bungalow at the poly which is pretty amazing and i mean what's what we're talking about yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that's what you guys are talking about or copper creek Um, Creek, it was on the water yeah yeah um but i mean we can go ahead and right now what we're saving our points for is alani because we're gonna stay on alani for a week and uh, that's what we're saving our points for I mean, but if you go, I mean, Alani is probably a lot more money than that a night, and we're just using our points for it. You guys have both been to uh, French Quarter, correct? Or you haven't been to French Quarter, Adam, have you? I haven't stayed it either. I've been... You've been to both. Right. Okay, so the prices are pretty similar, but wouldn't you think it's worth the extra money to go to the Riverside Royal Room, Bart? Oh, yeah, I would much rather the Royal the Royal yeah, Room. If you can splurge for it, I would I would say, I mean, it's what, a five fifty dollars difference? For the most part. So that has more of a nostalgia kind of thing. It has the specialty things the in it. Right. The theme. I would pay for that over just like the contemporary. I don't understand. I don't understand the oh. $600 night contemporary price. I love contemporary. Because the monorail goes through. And the resort. It's a nice resort, man. That's like one of the first resorts there. It's also the history. We stayed at Bay Lake Tower, which is contemporary. And it's just- well, you're not sleeping in the history. Sleeping on a bed. And plus oh, you can man. just walk over you to Magic there, Kingdom. The history keeps you so warm. <laughs> <laughs> and plus you can just walk over you can just walk over to Magic Kingdom. That is nice. That being able to walk to Magic Kingdom is nice. Yeah, we've been using the excuse to we're eating at the Contemporary Cafe quite a bit lately. Just gotta try that. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. For the French Quarter. 59 rooms features one king-size bed, and 32 rooms are specially adapted to accommodate guests requiring wheelchair access. The musical staff notes across the registration desk represent the first verse of the classic tune, When the Saints Go Marching In. Bon Flamel's Cafe, the resort's full-service restaurant which closed its doors in 2000, was named after Madame Bon Flamel from the Disney animated feature The Aristocats. The old Bombfinmel's Cafe restaurant is now used as a test kitchen for developing new culinary ideas for other locations around Walt Disney World. Riverside. 94 rooms feature one king-size bed and 51 rooms are specially adapted to accommodate guests requiring wheelchair access. The Riverside Mill food court was themed after an old southern cotton mill and houses a cotton press powered by an authentically reproduced and working 35-foot water wheel. Fulton's General Store is named after real-life steamboat pioneer Robert Fulton, who was in 1807 built the first commercial steamboat. The leaf imprints in the concrete on the walkways are created by placing real leaves into the wet concrete. As soon as the concrete sets, the leaves are removed. The wooden alligator bayou guest beds were hand-carved from hickory by a North Carolina wood- 
worker hired by Disney specifically for resort project. I wonder if he's the one that did the totems. I was going to say woodpecker for a second. We hear that Diz has loved staying at Orleans and are really looking forward to staying there many times again. Hidden Mickey's. All right, these Hidden Mickey's will be done into two sections. For the first one, the French Quarter has two and the Riverside has five. For the first Hidden Mickey at the French Quarter, it will be found in the registration area. The second one, look up in the food court for Hidden Mickey number two. On to the Riverside. Hidden Mickey number one will be found above the Southern City names in the registration area. Number two is also in the registration area near the giant fans. The third one will be found on those fans. Go across the river to Parterre Place and find Hidden Mickey number four outside of the building. Along the sidewalk near Acadian House is Hidden Mickey number five. Okay, everyone. So we are going to have a new segment where we have a guy. His name is Joey, and he's going to be kind of out in the field, and uh, and we're going to start this new segment. Hey, Joey, what you drinking? And he's going to be going. Hey. hey. <laughs> and he's going to be going around to like different bars and uh, get drinks around Disney World, and uh, it's going to be good. Uh, so, Jerry, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Absolutely. Thank you guys for uh, letting me be a part of uh, this amazing Diz His atmosphere. I'm excited. Uh, my name is Joey. Uh, you can see me on all social media platforms at the Joey Mazant. Yes, everything is G-rated so your kids can follow me too. However, for this particular segment, we're talking about the local establishments where you can grab a beer on your day off because everybody knows that if you're a family of five at the theme parks, Mom wants those Christmas card photos, but dad needs a beer. And that's where I come in. <laughs> it's helpful. So, um, right. Amen to that. So the important thing is, is, uh, I'm Joey. And, uh, every time you listen to this amazing segment and you hear me hang out with you, we're going to be talking about what I'm drinking that particular day. So, uh, what's up guys? Tell me good things. How are you? Good. Doing good. Yeah, man. How you Excellent. doing? How you doing, Joey? I'm I'm really good, man. So, Joey, uh, do you want to talk? Can you talk about a little bit of what you do? Absolutely. Uh, I'm a concierge for the city of Orlando. Uh, families come to town, and I take them to the theme parks. Um, mostly Disney, occasionally Universal, uh, seldom SeaWorld, and uh, once in a blue moon, Legoland. But um, yeah, Legoland's a tough sell. Gatorland is actually more fun than Legoland. Not afraid to say that until we eventually get sponsored by Legoland and Legoland for Life. <laughs> Do you but, see uh, um, Sexy Savannah while you're out there? That's my girl. She's good to me. Every time we go out there and see Savannah, we always go over to the Gator Wrestling area, and she's she's awesome. She takes care of my families, brings them over. She pretends I'm actually more famous than I actually am. It's awesome. Savannah rocks. She's like, she's oh, Vin Diesel. But she's she, but she's super sweet. She's like that. Everybody, look, that's Joey. I know him from the radio. She's awesome. That's Savannah a really rocks. good. That is really good, actually. <laughs> it's not hard. You pinch your nose and you pretend that you're from the south. <laughs> is that what she just did? Yeah. <laughs> so she's good. Um, most of the people that she works with out there, uh, one of the guys that she works with uh, works with me. He's one of our concierge. And uh, he was the one who hooked us up with Gatorland. It's uh, pretty cool. You get to see them wrestle the Gators. You get to meet the albino. But 
and it's funny to plug Gatorland on a Disney uh, podcast. But so uh, what I do is um, I take families. Um, we don't like to say tour guides, uh, as I told you earlier. It's um, we're tour guides, we're map readers, we're bag carriers, we're stroller pushers. Depending on how much you drink at Epcot, we're marriage counselors. <laughs> I do everything, <laughs> and that's the big one. It's only happened a few times, but all it takes is. Uh, you know, one too many uh, Jack and Cokes before the dad saying, you know, I should call my ex from high school. I'm like, oh, no, no, bro. <laughs> That's a bad no, no, idea. No. Trust me. Trust me on this one. Let me let me, let me me save you some uh, lawyer fees. Just put your phone down. Let's go back to the pub. But uh, that's pretty much me every day. If you see me in the parks, please say hello. I am not shy. I look like an anorexic version of Vin Diesel. Please tap me on the shoulder and have a beer with me. Hey, and you know something, Joey? You know, you and I got to hang out a couple weeks ago. And we had a great time, and you do look like Vin Diesel a little really? bit. I have to say, oh yeah, he does for sure. I look, person. I, I'm the five foot seven version of Vin Diesel. <laughs> if he had a short, scrawny brother, I'd be him. <laughs> <laughs> I tell the soccer moms I look more like Chris Daughtry. They appreciate that more. Oh, you do kind of look like Chris Daughtry too, because you have that I shaved that. head. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. All white guys with shaved head and tattoos and facial hair look alike. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, automatically, they, they all fall in like some kind of category of Vin Diesel and Chris Daughtry, I guess, right? And occasionally, depending on how tight the uh, the facial hair looks, Pitbull, um, <laughs> if you decide to get rid of all of it, it's the lead singer of Live, uh, if you're old enough to remember that band. I definitely do. Oh, yeah. Secret Samadhi. I love that album. <laughs> oh, dude, you can't be throwing copper? Amen. Uh, tonight... I'm uh, just actually on my way home from a long day at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's uh, always awesome to drink at the canteen in Batu, where uh, DJ Rex is spinning the, I can only describe them as if a Swahili techno DJ lived on Tatooine. That's <laughs> basically what you're listening to. But it's a blast. No complaints. Awesome, man. And, uh, I, I it was pretty busy there at Hollywood Studios today, huh? Yeah, it was a long day at Hollywood Studios. Uh, new family tomorrow. I'll be with them for probably four days. They're coming to town, so we'll probably knock out the four Disney parks. And on their fifth day is sometimes after, I mean, we start the day when the park opens and we end when the kids are falling asleep in the stroller. So after four days of that, if they do book me for the fifth day, it just becomes, hey, let's go hang out at the pool at your hotel, and I'll make sure your kids aren't hitting each other while you and your wife or husband sit by the pool and drink. And that's what normally the fifth day is. Awesome, man. So I'll be, yeah. oh, it's a blast. I'll be doing that. So aside from that, nothing too exciting. Pretty awesome. Uh, the family I'm with tomorrow is very, very cool. I've uh, been having a blast with them, mom, dad, and three kids. Um, all girls, but I'm excited because they're all tomboys. And I mean that in the sweetest way because they all want to do Jedi training, which nice. Jedi training is basically when you sign your kids up for a class where they get to beat Darth Vader up with a plastic toy for seven minutes. It's pretty yeah. awesome. And some good pictures. Oh, you got little ones? Uh, no, I have a 14 and 12 year old, but um, they've done it before and you get really good pictures. That's awesome, man. Very cool. I heard about where they cat the age, actually. And it makes for the best. My absolute favorite Jedi training experience of all time is the little girl who, when Darth Vader said, <laughs> um, join me and I will give you powers beyond your greatest control. And the Jedi master said, what do you say to that? Expecting this young girl to smack him with a lightsaber. She actually drops to one knee and offers a lightsaber up. As a <laughs> she offered her allegiance. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> like, and, that, and that's why I don't have kids, because if I did, it would be a 
a sea of that. And I don't need that. I do not. And, and the guy says, get up, stop that. I was like, well done. I mean, they, they played it off wonderfully, but well done. Yeah. Okay, Joe, do you want to go ahead and just, uh, say how people can find you one more time? Absolutely. I am at the Joey Mazant on all social media platforms. Uh, Joey's the easy one to spell. Mazant is M-A-Z-Z-A-N-T. And um, everything I do is extremely G-rated. You can follow me on social media. Um, your kids can follow me because more than likely they're the ones that will be interested in all the cool things I'm doing at the theme parks. But um, feel free to say hello. And if you see me in the parks, please say hi. Please take a picture with me. And please be sure to tag me and DizHiz65 so that uh, we know that you're paying attention and that you're showing love. Awesome, Joey. Thank you very much, man. Do appreciate it. So he's going to be out on the road. I don't know. Road. He's going to be at Disney, checking out these places, in calling the in. Yeah. So uh, we're looking forward to this uh, this segment and having fun with you, Joey. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, guys, and have an amazing night. And as always, have a magical day. <laughs> Thanks. Memories, memories. So hey guys, hey guys. I don't get any memories. Uh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I didn't stay there, but uh, no, I just remember spending a good hour of our time trying to find those silhouette paintings. <laughs> did you find uh, all of them? Yeah, we did. We had to to oh. get the pens. What kind nice. of pens did you get? Um, like a nice writing pen? No, they. <laughs> you've made that joke before. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a. It had Mickey on it. Oh, very good. Was like one of those ones with the ink? No, not not the ink pens. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. I wish I would have done that so I could have got. So <laughs> I wish, I wish I would have done that. So, whatever, man, you're mean to us. Oh, someone did. St- actually, you know what? We didn't find them all because someone stole one. Because I even I had we had to get help. Oh, really? Yeah. Someone stole one? Yeah, someone did because we had to get help because we couldn't find. We there's this spot over at the. Uh, the French Quarter, and it's a big open field, mm-hmm. uh, and we walked that thing so many times. We asked someone for help, and they're like, "Oh, it's over in this area." We went over there, not there. So they're like, "Oh yeah, someone must stole it." Wow, that stinks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Crazy. I'm surprised they didn't replace it. Well, it's hand painted like artwork. So yeah. How about you, Alex? Um, my only memory is we went to stay there, and it was pretty fun. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um. Unfortunately, I don't remember too much about it. I mean, I think we were there like one night once. Yeah. And, you know, it was, I liked the area. Um, I would like to go back there and do it again and really um, breathe in everything. Breathe in everything. Breathe huh? in everything. Okay. I hadn't seen Princess of the Frog before I went there. So I had no reference of what kind of theme it was going for other than New Orleans, of course. But I've never been to New Orleans either. So, you know. That was. Yeah, I went there when I was like 15. Oh, wow. Uh, but it was nice. Like. It was definitely nice. So I remember staying there with you, and I also remember going one time. Because I've been there a couple times, two or three times. And I remember going to walking into the French Quarter and going into the lobby and seeing some guy dressed in like a really like bright colored outfit. He had like purple and green, mm-hmm. and he was very kind of outgoing. I thought it was really cool because it really got me into the whole feel of New Orleans. Did he remind you of the Universal guy that's in all the commercials for Mardi Gras? Yeah, actually, he did, actually. Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah, that's my memory. It was really cool. I also remember walking around the French Quarter and being like, oh, wow, this is super pretty and how big the roads were. And uh, that's when I found that because the roads were so big. It's because the horses go through there. Yeah. Yeah. The... So, yep. I actually have one more memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was there and I went to press the button to start my car and it did nothing. <laughs> that's going to be a memory, huh? Is it still there? Yeah. No, no, no. We got to jump. But um, So for any of you with a Audi slash VW or I guess Lamborghini, uh, if you go to start your car and it starts, but your power steering is not there until you move for like 10 feet, your battery's going to die. Mm. You know, a memory I have is, actually I remember from that from doing that is we went there during, we go there during Christmas is when we stay there overnight. And I remember getting up to go leave the hotel that day. Went outside and I was like, oh my God, the the guys are by the water. Watch The lifeguards are there watching the water when it's like cold out. It, it's, you know, it's Florida winter. It's not as cold as it would be up north, but it's still really cold. Yeah, yeah but then yeah. you have the snowbirds, you have the Canadians. But I mean, just those lifeguards are still standing up yeah, there. Yeah, man. Because they're going to, people are going to go in yeah, there. Yeah, people will go in. Do you know how stressful that job is? They deserve, they deserve a little break stress oh what? my gosh when there's when it's summer and the freaking pool is packed that's like oh. one of the most stressful jobs at disney i would say make sure no one drowns i guess i mean you guess i mean i just there's like a hundred people in the pool you have to make sure everyone you have to like always be watching that job is stressful always yeah. watching tom um, no no dan and made uh from tom and dan uh-huh. uh said that one time he watched a lifeguard jump in five times for the same kid because the parents weren't watching the kid. He said the kid was under 10 years old. Oh, my God. And they had to keep jumping in. Oh, man. The kid. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> wow. Bad parenting. All Don't right. you judge. I was going to say bad lifeguarding. He should have sent him out and told him not to get back in the water. Yeah, but you're not allowed. Disney. Oh, was that Disney? Yeah, it was that Disney. Oh. Hey, Alex. Yeah. What you do in the world of Disney this week? Well... I finished a movie I started last week. What movie was that? Sleeping Beauty? No. Toy Story 4. I finished Toy Story 4. Finally. Yeah. Good for you, man. Thank you. Good for and you. think, Thank he you. was supposed to watch it before we did that episode two months ago. Yeah. But he did. He did watch it, didn't he? No. I oh, did that episode okay, two months yeah. ago. Uh, we watched, I watched Toy Story 4, and it was really good. Um, I, liked, I liked it a lot. Um, those dummies... Are really creepy. That look like Slappy from Goosebumps. Yeah, but the, the more yeah. the most creepy part of him is the limbs are like not working properly. If, you remember at yeah. all? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's really creepy how they move. Um, I think it was cool. I think the Woody transformation at the end is really cool. Um, the Buzz Lightyear. I love Buzz pushing his buttons, trying to use his inner voice because Woody goes, uh, "Inner yeah. voice tells you to do things," and Buzz doesn't understand, so he's hitting his buttons for his. His uh, electronics to talk, and he's like, "Man, her voice is telling me to do this." Oh, that was so funny. Yeah. Worked out though. It did work out. Surprisingly, it worked out most of the times. Um, did you like Duke Kaboom? Duke Kaboom was funny. Oh yeah, like Duke Kaboom was funny. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I think it was a good ending. I think they definitely could make more if they wanted. They could definitely do a Woody uh, and Bo on the road scenario. But well, Tom Hanks a Lost Tom Toys. Time. I want to see all of them though. Yeah. They could definitely do a Lost Toys one. Or they can end it perfectly how it did. Yeah, I think it's good. Let's just end it. Yeah. Some things should come to an end. It's not Jump to Shark. No. That was so funny when Bo Peep had him pull her arm <laughs> off and it was broken. <laughs> Start so freaking, freaking out. out. 
That was funny. What else you do? Anything else? Um, have I started any movies? I don't think I've started any movies. I watched a lot of re- replays of ones. Watched uh, the new Mandalorian, and you know what? Every episode is better than the episode before. I started off saying it's not that great. The second episode I said it's pretty good. This last episode was amazing. Yeah, so well, if it that's usually like what this, happens. That's usually what happens, yeah. though, when you're starting a story. So, means- yeah, if it continues like this, and like five episodes from now, my face is going to melt off as I'm watching the episode. <laughs> I thought it was great also. I can argue with you. Yeah. The special effects. It was really the, good, right? Uh, that budget. Is high. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy good. I'm telling you right now, they're leading into these people are going to be in a new episode coming out, and then it's going to start a whole new series of movie series with John Favreau as director. Yeah, why wouldn't they? He's a good director. Yeah, I think so too. I really think they could do a Star Wars movie, and it didn't have to do anything with the Star Wars, like the like the Empire or anything like that. It could just be like a murder mystery set on Tatooine. Like I don't care what it is, <laughs> I'll watch it if it's in that galaxy. A whodunit? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It could be a rom com set on a different planet. I don't on Kashyyyk. I don't care. So they can go back and they can do the mystery. Who shot first? <laughs> <laughs> Han, Han or Han what was the name of the guy? Han shot first. He definitely shot first. Which made him be- awesome. But then they changed it because they're like, he can't shoot first. That's too ruthless. So, Joe, what'd you do? Well, thank you for asking, Adam. <laughs> I really wasn't <laughs> interested, but I know we have to go. He's, trying, he's doing a show. He's trying to wrap up. So I watched the new Mandalorian also, which was really good. Went to Hollywood Studios, and mm-hmm. it was packed yeah everything was over like you know the um, smugglers run was like a two-hour wait oh my uh going way over an hour waits on slinky dog and rock and roller coaster everything was super long i mean we looked over at animal kingdom and navi river journey was over a two-hour wait that's like a five-minute ride just the navi river journey over two hours crazy so it's packed uh but we had fun you know we went on some we we went to some shows went to go see indiana jones Mm. we went on uh, the Frozen, we went to go see the Frozen show. When and you went and saw Indiana Jones, did you notice that the guy who was doing I the was fa- looking, and I couldn't. It, it, they were all wearing something weird. What? Yeah, they weren't wearing. He wasn't wearing wearing anything. No, kinda. but I said I said for the next time for you to see the guy they tell is falling off a cliff and has to stand There's on one plant. foot. You didn't pay attention to the last episode, did you? I I do remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember if that was the guy or not, to tell you the truth. I'm oh, sorry. Right. Yeah. We kind of had to leave a little bit early because Nick was kind of having a little meltdown. So mm. he just gets stressed out sometimes, gets some anxiety. So we went on Star Tours, which was only like a 45-minute wait. So we went on Star Tours at mm. the, when when we first got there. And that that's a lot of fun. I like Star Tours a lot. So uh, also I watched A New, Ho- a New Hope, Star Wars, because we're watching it all in order. So, mm-hmm. you know, we watched... Um, Rogue One last week. Now we just got done watching New Hope. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, like, in Smuggler's Run, run, wouldn't it be a lot cooler if the gunner, if you actually got to move around kind of like how it is in the movies? Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be like. I mean, I think waiting over an hour for that ride I wouldn't do. But if they had the gunner, like mm-hmm. the gunner seat on the Money Falcon, I would yeah. totally right, wait an hour to do that. Like, they really can't do it that way. Because, like... Why not? Because yeah, why not? It's like a full function. You have to rotate almost 360 degrees and have to... All right, what if it was uh, 180? 180 would be cool, but then you have to be able to look back at your partner who's on the other gunner. What if like it, how Luke see, and Han I, what saw if it was each underneath. other. Uh, how, 
I thought they were on, uh, were they side to side? They were one was on the bottom, one was on top, so, and they were back to back. And when they hit when they, when Luke hit one of the Star Troopers, he went back. They Luke still could have done a better job. Than oh, you I think smashing so. a button Oh, I definitely the could do better. Yeah, yeah. I guess I would have been. That would have been so cool if they were able to sit in like a gunner seat and mm-hmm. kind of have that mo- like motion. That's what I thought. Know? I thought it was gonna be like partial so did like I. that. So did I. Also, we went to. We said we were gonna eat. Be eating at. Uh, go dr- have a couple drinks at Trader Sam's mm-hmm. in Nepali, which I kind of wanted to go in there, you know? For um, everyone who doesn't know, Joe keeps calling the Polynesian Hotel the Poly. Yes, the Poly, the Polynesian. So we went over there to the Poly. We parked at the Poly. We uh, rode, rode the monorail over to the Grand Floridian, and we saw the gingerbread house, and we had a shingle from the gingerbread house. Oh, did you? Yep, it's very, it's awesome. The gingerbread house is, like, huge, and it's very has a really like holiday feel in there. So we sat around, listened to music, took pictures. I mean, I'll post some online on my Instagram at DizHisJoe if you guys want to follow me. Then we went back to the Poly and the Polynesian. Sorry, Adam. And <laughs> we, did you say Poly so many times? <laughs> we went back to the Poly. Uh-huh. And, oh, actually, before we went to the Poly, we stopped at the Contemporary. Mm. And we saw the Gingerbread Small World. Uh, thing that they have over there, which is kind of like they have the small world kind of set up, but it's has gingerbread house kind of, you know, uh, gingerbread all around it, which is really cool. We, and we went there and then we went back to the poly, saw, saw the water parade and went down to the beach and kind of just hung out at the Pol- Polynesian Resort. And, uh, and they had to- Toy Story 4 was actually playing out at the Polynesian Resort. Oh, really? and, yeah, people were just sitting there watching it. I love the resorts. I love the resorts. I love going to the resorts. I would say just as much as going to the parks. And you don't have to be staying at the resorts to take advantage of some of their activities. You know, you don't because I didn't, I wasn't staying there that night. So mm-hmm. I went to the Grand Floridian, I went to the Poly, and I went to the Contemporary. But you, I mean, the good thing, I mean, I don't, there's not a big issue with not staying there because there's so much to do and there's a lot of activities to join in on. And plus, you can go ahead and buy like food and drinks there. Yeah, the campfire roast. Yep. You can go up and get some marshmallows for free. Yeah, so we did all that. It was really, it was a great, great night. Mm, nice. How about you, Adam? What did you do? So I had the new fireworks show booked up. We were going to see that, uh, Epcot uh, Ever After, Epcot Forever. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, we had Epcot Forever booked. We had the Spaceship Earth booked. And we had, what was the last one? Oh, uh, Fighting Nemo, or the you know, Nemo one booked. Yeah, Nemo and Friends or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, waiting on the car to get jumped. Uh-huh. Then, yeah, we didn't get to do anything. So all we got to do was go to the Roost Lounge, and um, we got too much food. We split. Uh, we had the loaded potato puffs, which are um, it's beer cheese, uh, pulled pork, and tater tots. Uh, we also had the Andoli sausage cheese dip. It's Ooh. a bread bowl, and then they put uh, like spicy pork. Um, it was a endolo, a sausage, not pork, with three cheese bl- a blend served in the bread bowl, and then we, me and Melissa, split the bourbon burger. Which is how was that? Really good. Really, really good. Because I like it. Because it to me reminds me of what's a bar right up the street, Tomoka. Uh, Tomoka Brewery. Yeah, yeah. They they used to have one. They don't have it anymore. But it had the uh, jam, the uh, bacon jam. Yeah. Yeah, so they have it. On they have this. that at BJ's Brew House. Oh, they, they have like the bacon jam burger. Yeah, so uh, me and Melissa split all three. Cheyenne dove in on the uh, potato puffs after she had her pizza. 
cool. That sounds all really good. Yeah. And that's at the Roost, it's called? Yeah, the Roost. Uh, it's a bar, but they also have seating in there. You can go in the seat. Uh, yeah, so her and Connor got something from the, I guess, the quick service mm-hmm. and then just brought it in. That and then watch the Mandalorian. Sweet. Like you guys, yeah. Awesome. I think um, <clears throat> the the Mandalorian. Were you guys surprised when the other bounty hunters? Uh, oh yeah, showed up. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Though yeah. was- you know, John Favreau was one of those bounty hunters. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow, bigger yep. one. Yeah, I think he was, oh, was he, really? he was like the main one. I think that's the one that he fought, and I think that's the one that I mean, some. He's a bigger guy. He's a bigger guy. He's not that tall. Oh, he's yeah. kind of chunky though. Yeah, the, yeah. I, wrong, bigger. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that guy is tall, and he was taller than the other one. I wonder who the Mandalorian is. Do you know who plays the Mandalorian? Yeah, in Game of Thrones. Oh, remember Game of Thrones? You know the 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 Viper. He's no. the Mandalorian. I'm blanking on the Viper name. He's the guy. The mountain crushed his head. Remember he he's he fought. The oh mountain. okay yeah yeah so he was like the prince yeah the prince yeah. And he was like really agile i guess you know he was yep. a good fighter but he just you yeah know. if he would have been showing off <laughs> exactly so he is yes, the mandalorian indeed i know exactly what you're talking about he is the mandalorian all right interesting will he ever take his helmet off i think he will well he, he shouldn't who will take their helmet off first mandalorian or master chief <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering who that girl is in, uh, like, you know, when you go to the Mandalorian on Disney Plus, there's like the picture of the Mandalorian. There's a girl yeah, there yeah. and she doesn't have her mask on. I'm kind of interested to see. Not who that only is. that, uh, Melinda May, I'm blanking on her real name, but uh, she's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed her on there too. Yeah. So The one who plays Quake? No, no not Quake. Um, uh, Melinda May. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the character's name. Yeah. Ooh, Melinda Quake. May is the, yeah, the, the older Asian lady. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Coulson's little friend. Yeah, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the his on the Port Orleans Resort. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. Now that you've taken on that big job, you shouldn't have to settle for the big box. You've earned a trip to Northern Tool, and we're ready for the details. We know all about the little things that make the biggest difference. Maybe that's why they call us a problem solver's paradise. From pressure washers to power tools, pallet jacks to push carts, Northern Tool and equipment carries the brands you depend on, like Northstar, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Strongway. We're made for this. Come see us in-store or shop online at northerntool.com.